At the judgment seat of Christ, we will all be judged by the New Testament scriptures, the Word of God. When we agree with God as we live on this earth, we set ourselves in a good position to be successful at the judgment seat of Christ and to enter into the things which God has prepared for us. So we live in his truth, God's truth. We know God's truth because we read the Bible on the various issues. We know about divorce, remarriage because we read what the Bible says. If someone says, what do you think about a divorced woman remarrying? We say, this is what the Bible says. It's not what I think, it's what God thinks that's important. For we will all appear at the judgment seat of Christ that we will receive for that which we have done on this earth, whether it be good or bad. If you know what God says and you agree with what God says on the subject, you will receive a reward. So set yourself by what God says on the various issues of this life. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler, not your opinion. His truth. His truth is the word. What God says about divorce remarriage, what God says about homosexual lesbians, these are all in the New Testament Bible. So we have an opportunity to agree with God on the subjects and live on this earth in agreement with God and set ourselves in a very good way for the judgment seat of Christ. If we're born again, we must be born again because if you're not born again, Jesus says you won't even see the kingdom of God. But for those of us who are born again, We are reconstructed by the New Testament Bible and we set our opinions by the New Testament Bible and conform to that. His truth, which is the New Testament Bible, shall be thy shield and buckler. The Apostle Paul tells us not to live on this earth as the pagans do, as we once lived. When someone dies, Paul urges us to sorrow not as those persons who have no hope. Instead, believe in the resurrection of the dead in Christ and show that truth instead of showing death by decorating graves and things like that. Those are pagan acts which We once did before we were born again. Now we are Christians, and so we don't walk in the pagan ways as we once did. Consider what you do on this earth and why you do it. Some scripture, 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 through 17. Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those who die, 
that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent, or rather shall not go ahead of them who are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Why do we meet them in the air? One time God just said the word to me, in the air. I knew that was a scripture. I looked it up. I found it here in First Thessalonians 4. In the air. God was showing me very strongly that our life is not to be on this current earth. It will be destroyed by fire. The dead in Christ are not brought to this earth. They meet Jesus in the air. Those who are alive on this earth are taken up into the air to meet Jesus and those who have already been raised from the dead. We meet in the air for one reason. This present heaven and earth will be destroyed by God. It won't even be here. God has prepared for us a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Second Peter chapter 3 verses 10 through 13. Peter says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Everything that we see with our natural eye will be destroyed. Everything. Verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. All of these protests that we see today, all of these things where people think they are making this a better world, are futile, vain. For it is not this earth where righteousness will dwell. It's the new heaven and the new earth. 
no matter what you do, you cannot make these people righteous on this earth. You cannot make this present earth righteous. If you're out to do that, you are fighting windmills. You are battling at windmills, for you can't do it. It's the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. So we focus on that new heaven and new earth and how we're supposed to live on this present earth. Peter's just about to tell us how to live on this present earth. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found by him, by Jesus, when he returns in peace, without spot and blameless. In peace, without spot and blameless. That's Second Peter chapter 3, verse 14. We're not to be out there in the world striving to try to change everything other than dealing with individuals to turn them to God. Those who are called by God, he will turn to God. And by the foolishness of preaching, he chose to have them saved. So certainly we speak the truth when the door opens to speak. If someone asks you, what do you think about homosexuals? You explain to them, this is what God says about it. And you present Romans chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. For this cause God gave them over unto vile affections. So in the sight of God, homosexuals and lesbians live in vile affections. See, quote those scriptures. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also, the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. That's Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. Tell them what God has to say about it. If they ask you, what do you think? It doesn't matter what you think. Our role is to conform to God's thinking. And we do that by reading the New Testament Bible to see what God thinks. And then we put ourselves in agreement with what God says in the Bible. And here's what God says in the Bible. At the end of this world, Jesus returns through the clouds with the trump of God, with the archangel. The dead in Christ rise from their graves and ascend into the air to meet Jesus in the air. They will have new spiritual bodies. They don't take these old bodies. They will have a new spiritual body. 
That is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Start at approximately verse 50 to read that. The ones who are still alive on the earth will be raised next after the dead are raised. Jesus sends his angels to this earth to every quarter of the earth with their trumpet. The trumpet sounds the ones who belong to God are changed instantly into their new body and they rise from off this earth to meet Jesus in the air and to meet those who have already been resurrected from the dead. Now why in the air? Well, we've just read about this present heaven and earth being destroyed by fire. It won't be here. So we will be taken to that new heaven and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And we read about the new heaven and the new earth in Revelation 21 verses 1 through 5. God allowed the Apostle John to have a vision of the new heaven and new earth where we will be taken. John says that I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Now how can it be there would be no more pain? We won't have these fleshly bodies in heaven, and it's by the fleshly bodies that pain comes. If we didn't have these fleshly bodies, we wouldn't have pain right now. We will be created in the image of God in heaven in the form of a spiritual body. Verse 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away, and he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Let's just look at this part about this new body that we're going to be living in. A new spiritual body. For we will not have these physical bodies in heaven. The Apostle Paul tells us this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Look at verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all die. But we shall all be changed. 
in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. It happens so fast, in the twinkling of an eye, blink your eye, that's how fast you will be changed out of this physical body into your new spiritual body. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound. Remember Jesus, who will come in the air, sends his angels to earth with their trumpets, and they go into every part of the earth, all the corners of the earth, and they sound their trumpets, and the elect of God are instantly changed in a blink of an eye into their new spiritual bodies, leaving these current fleshly bodies beside. We won't have them. And we will be raised by those angels who sound that trumpet, and we will meet Jesus in the air and be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. These are truths from God by the Bible. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler, so that we don't think the way this world thinks, because we know what's going to happen by the word that we have read in the Bible. Paul told us, renew your mind to the Bible. Be not conformed to this world and their thinking, but renew your mind to the Bible, Romans 12, 2. For his truth is what we live in. His truth shall be our shield to keep us from the fears of this world. And Buckler, Psalm 91. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.